start with the Tar Heels. So obviously they, they're coming off of a crazy COVID-19 week, which resulted in a two-week bye. Obviously they're supposed to play Charlotte two weeks ago. And then last week they already had their scheduled bye resulting in two weeks rest. 
um, and they face a Boston College squad that's feeling good about themselves after a 2-0 start. Um, Phil Jerkovic, a very high-touted quarterback and new head coach, Jeff Helfley, who started his career with Greg Schiano at Tampa Bay and comes from Ohio State, whereas defensive coordinator led the Buckeyes to the playoffs, and if not for some bad calls by the refs, would have been in that title game against LSU last year. ESBC has made a lot of money betting teams that have played a, the week before against teams that had not. Mac Brown, with his style of play, usually does not cover large spreads on the road. So the line has been inflated um, to 15, of plus 15 to take the Boston College Eagles to cover. Going into Georgia, um, they are facing number seven Auburn at home. So Georgia coach uh, Kirby Smart accused Auburn's Gus Malzan of using coach speak for declaring that Bulldogs probably have the most talent in the SEC. And that doesn't really make sense if you look at the recruiting rankings, which make Malzahn's case. It makes more sense when you know those rankings get hung around Smart's neck each year that he doesn't win a national championship. The Bulldogs sputtered on offense against Arkansas last week, which was their first game of the season, until quarterback Stetson Bennett replaced the one Mathis. And now Southern California transfer quarterback uh, JT Daniels, who has been out with a knee, um, has been cleared to play. Smart's track record with picking quarterbacks indicates that he'll eventually settle on the right guy. Give me Auburn and the points. Right. Uh, this is one of those games where it really does seem that either the handicapper is wrong or they're trying to take advantage of the problem. Uh, and Gus Monson saying that, in a way, he's taunting uh, he's taunting Kirby Smart. The whole thing of, uh, you know, and Clay Helton in the UFC has this problem too. The whole thing of uh, you're the number one team in February, right? When the commits come in, but you end up being the number five team at the end of the season. And that goes into developing players. That goes into strategy during games. And Gus Malzahn is kind of making fun of him in a back, handed way going into this game. So Gus Monzant gets $7 million a year to coach football. He knows something about something. And he's definitely, for him to be as overconfident as he is going into this game, uh, tells me a lot. Uh, the fact that uh, seemingly right now, unless they've, they've been having uh, JT Downs ready to go for a while, uh, it seems like Patrick Nix, the quarterback of Auburn, there's a definite advantage. And I saw him play quarterback a little bit last week. He, uh, he was a freshman last year. He was afraid. Uh, he couldn't read defenses. He ran most of the time. This year, coming back, he's really improved. There must have been a lot of illegal COVID-19 practices because he looked smooth. He looked like a quarterback back there. Uh, you know, one play, instead of gunning it in there like young quarterbacks do, and he did last year, he kind of lost it, kind of relaxed. He lost it, a nice pass, uh, getting a receiver open. Because remember, when you're playing zone, teams run horizontal routes when it's man-to-man -man vertical routes. So the play I watched, which made me say, hey, man, if I'm getting points with Auburn, I'm definitely going to Auburn next week. Was he rolls out, he read the defense perfectly of zone. The receiver was kind of confused but he was relaxed and he floated a horizontal route and he actually threw the receiver open. 
that's going to be very exciting to see against those Georgia Bulldogs. So we'll go into the picks later, but uh, look for Auburn uh, to do very well in that game. Right. Man, it's been a crazy day. I've been clients calling me saying, Josh, do you have me in safe investments? Yes. That's what the 100 emails were about, right? And then you have the president of the United States called COVID-19 a hoax with COVID-19. And I stay neutral because of my licenses. I can't go to the left or to the right, but I got a lot of uh, jokes and conciliatory messages from my Republican friends. So I'm a little spaced out. However, I'm very impressed with coach Jeff Halfley of Boston College. He started with Greg Shiano, Tampa Bay, has a lot of NFL experience. And he comes in, so the most organized teams do the best during COVID-19. And very impressed the way he handled Duke and Coach Cutliffe, who's gonna be a Hall of Fame coach. He coached the Mannings, he coached Daniel Jones, first round draft pick, New York Giants. And he had a very organized team that looked fairly well against uh, Notre Dame, which is funny. Notre Dame got six guys infected with COVID-19 and infected the team that I graduated from, university I graduated from, uh, USF. We had to postpone the next game. And then the president, the chancellor of Notre Dame, hugged Donald Trump on Saturday. Now he has COVID-19. There's a lot of COVID-19 going around in Notre Dame. The head coach of Boston College came from Notre Dame. Uh, and then he went to Ohio State and got him to the, uh, almost to the national title game. So they've come very, very, very organized, right? Uh, Duke played Notre Dame, they look good. They go against Boston College, Boston College destroys them. Then Boston College beats Texas State. They're feeling good about themselves. So Boston College Eagles are very, going to be very interesting. And Mac Brown, I've made a lot of money because that's the bottom line, making money, right? And I've made a lot of money betting Mac Brown as a underdog, but a favorite, double-digit favorite on the road, having not played last week. Plus, you had to travel against a team that feels, you know, in college, it's a lot about mentality. It's about your attitude and momentum going into the game. So it makes a big difference that Boston College played last week. They have that edge. They feel good about themselves, and they're getting a huge plus number. So we'll talk about that game a little later on as well. So now I'm going to go into um, next week, we're going to have Marine Josh Luna report on Florida State and Florida, which we have been reporting on previously. Uh, I'll give you a snapshot of Florida State and Florida, and we'll get into Florida a little bit more when we do our picks later. Uh, Florida State is a 100% disaster. Now, I graduated from the University of South Florida. So the University of South Florida, USF, we call them the Florida State criminals because they're always having some sort of issue, always having some sort of problem. Former head coach of the University of South Florida, 
It's Willie Taggart. And as bad of a strategist as uh, Willie Taggart is, uh, he's loved by his players. Everybody loves Willie Taggart. So when he left Florida State, Willie Taggart's African-American, then replaced by um, redneck, white bread, uh, Coach Norville, that left a bad taste in a lot of players' mouths. Now, irregardless of the pop, you know the political side of it, we're looking at the betting side. So we have covered, we've monetized, right? We have, bottom line is putting money in the Bitcoin card. So we have put money in the Bitcoin card betting against Florida State in their discord. Now, uh, regardless of politics, I did one of clients today. They kept going on and on and on, but you know, I managed their life savings. So you listen to them. So they're like, man, Trump really has to be an idiot to get COVID-19. So Coach Norville at Florida State, with all the resources and education, he really must be a moron for himself to get COVID-19. And as a leader of a team, if he gets COVID-19, what kind of example, what kind of leadership is he showing his players? So bottom line for us, since Florida State is such a disaster from a leadership standpoint, from a cultural standpoint, we're going to make a lot of money betting against Florida State. Uh, and we'll talk about Florida later. Now, my teams are the AAC. The AAC is hit or miss. Uh, I know Florida, University of South Florida, uh, we have four hospitals uh, within about 10 minutes from campus. Uh, the staff, we have the number one cancer center, the Moffitt Center, and the head coach of your Stanley Cup winners, uh, Tampa Bay Lightning. He's donated over a billion dollars to the University of South Florida and is building a brand new medical school. So the doctors go to the field and administer that 15 minute Harvard test to all of the players twice a day. So I'm really proud of the university as far as they're taking care of the COVID-19. And for the most part, the AAC is taking care of that. Uh, but it's going to be a very interesting week this week as the conference games start. And we're going to find out who's who and what is what. Uh, and I'll give you an early preview. We didn't, I didn't put it as one of the 10 games, but for sure, go ahead and bet the over. Over, I believe, is going to be in the 70s. But whatever the number is, bet the over uh, between Memphis in Tulsa. And then uh, you cannot bet on your own team, right? But I do follow the University of South Florida a lot. And they're playing the University of Cincinnati, Coach Finkel. And Cincinnati is supposed to be the best team in the league, along with Memphis. But Memphis had a lot of COVID-19 problems. Uh, you can't finish university, otherwise known as UCF, our rivals. They have look great, unfortunately. Uh, so look for those to be the top two teams, but against uh, University of South Florida, most likely uh, U US USF is gonna get killed, but they're probably gonna backdoor cover those 24 points and uh, it'll go under the total. However, don't take my word for it because I'm very biased. 
I give $10,000 a year to that university. I graduated from there. So I would say heavily research that game. Uh, but look at those two angles I gave you. So that's your AAC, uh, Miami Hurricanes. DeAndre King looks great. The whole team looks great. And uh, I encourage you to listen to the last podcast where I gave you the insight into Miami and nothing much has changed with those hurricanes. And uh, Texas is going to be one of our picks. Uh, so I'll defer comment on those Texas Longhorns to them. And uh, those are all the teams that we're reporting on. We'll add the Pac-10 or the Pac-12 when it starts, right? But again, all the information we give you is so you get actionable steps to boost your pay, uh, your bankroll and put money on the Bitcoin card or wherever what you use, Bitcoin or what have you. But the point is to get money because we're in the middle of a recession, a pandemic, social unrest. So putting money on a Bitcoin card or blowing up your bankroll is almost like comfort food, right? And uh, I'm always very appreciative of Brianna and her 15 and one run with uh, baseball. And it was like comfort food. So getting baseball picks from Brianna is like comfort food, man. So I, I thank you very kindly for that, Brianna. You're welcome. So what are the 10 games that we are going to tackle and make uh, the people money with? So the first we're looking at is uh, South Carolina at number three, Florida. Uh, the Gators are favored by 16 and a half. Uh, TCU at number nine, Texas. Um, the Longhorns are favored by 10. Uh, number 13, Texas. So let's go one at a time. Okay. So let's go with that Florida, uh, South Carolina game, right? Now, Coach Mushamp used to coach of Florida, and he always has a ship on his shoulder against, even though he's very pragmatic about it and he's very uh, professional. He's a Mensa member, like Kirby Smart, just a brainiac, and he's very, he uses the Hawthorne effect, right? What did I do wrong in Florida? Let me not do it in South Carolina, right? So I can grow and evolve as a person, right? So plus 18, him going there, the conference game, these teams start studying each other since March in COVID-19. They've had more time, all right? to stare at film, to come up with new wrinkles. So for that, in many reasons, look for your South Carolina Gamecocks to cover the spread against uh, the Florida Gators. Now, the Florida Gators are going to win that football game. Uh, their coach, Florida coach, he's got a Heisman Trophy candidate in Trask. And he does not lose games where he has equal or comparable talent. He has more talent, but he's going to keep a few wrinkles in his back pocket for games later on in the season, especially that Georgia game. And then if he gets into the SEC championship game and beyond, he doesn't have to blow out South Carolina. So look for South Carolina to keep it close in a hard uh, fought football games. So look for South Carolina plus the 18. Now, key numbers you always got to look at are 3, 7, 10, 14, 21, 24, 
And if you get a half a point or a point like this one, you got to go with South Carolina. And when you see something, when Vegas gives you a number off that key number, that tells you that Vegas is thinking uh, South Carolina is going to cover. And remember, a team like Florida, they're in the top five. They're what they call a public team, where a public team is uh, a team that they have such a loyal fan base and they're getting so hyped by uh, ESPN, right? That people are betting them blindly without even looking at the line. So Vegas in a way is protecting themselves, giving themselves an extra number, taking it from maybe a plus 17 to a plus 18, right? Because it's a lie that Vegas wants half of the bets on one side, half of the bets on the other side. What they want is 80% of the bets on the wrong side. So that's why they switched the number from a 17 to an 18. We know that, we teach that. So we go plus 18, South Carolina Gamecocks. In, in, in a game like this, I call it being in business with Vegas. Because Vegas wants you to bet Florida uh, minus the 18 over that key number. All right. So South Carolina plus 18. And what's the next game, Brianna? TCU at number nine, uh, number nine, Texas. Texas is favored by 10. All right. So again, another key number. So you want to maybe buy the point, make it 11. Uh, in a sense, it's a coaching mismatch. Uh, the TCU coach, he knows how to do more with less. He's a great strategist, right, from the Horn Frogs. And Tom Herman, as an underdog, is close to 90%. As a favorite, it's the other way. He loses 80% of the time. So you got a great strategist. You got uh, a great coach who knows, knows how to do more with less. Now, analytics do not work in football but key statistics do, all right? And because of COVID-19 and no fans, going into week five of college football season, the home team has won 55% of the time. Normally in the last seven or eight years of college football, the home team has won 65 to 70% of the time. So that's a big percentile there, difference. So the Horn Frogs going into Austin and playing uh, the Longhorns there, it's not that big of a point difference than it normally would be. And as we were reminded by Tim on Twitter, uh, Vegas is taking a while to catch up to trends. We see trends right away. And that's why one plus one equals three. I always say that collaboration of the fans listening, uh, giving us information, and the fact that our information, right, when I give you an opinion, right, it's different than Stephen A. Smith. When Brianna gives you an opinion, it's different than Max Kellerman. Because with our opinions, if we're wrong, there's no money here, right? There's no money for my wife to go buy gasoline. She has to take it from savings or checking account, right? Max Kellerman gets paid regardless, right? So does uh, Stephen A. Smith. Right, so for that, and many reasons, uh, 
we're going with your TCU Horn Frogs plus eight. We gave you twice because we feel so strongly about it. <laughs> and it's been a crazy day. All right. So what's the next game, Brianna? Uh, next is number 13, Texas A&M at number two, Alabama. And Alabama is favored by 18. There you go, that number again. 18. So that's telling you that Vegas, right? If you ever go to Vegas, you see all these big buildings. Have you been to Vegas, uh, Rihanna? Yes, many times. All right. So how does the script look like? Depends on the time of day. Um, at night, you just see a bunch of lights and a lot of people. <laughs> Are there big, beautiful buildings like Caesar Palace and uh, the Wynn Encore? I mean, yeah, it also depends on where you are at the Strip. Right. So. Yeah, and how they built those buildings is plus 18. Suckering people to bet Alabama, and Alabama is the consummate. Uh, Alabama is the consummate public team that people bet blindly because they won six national championships, right? Now, uh, people don't know this, and I don't expect Brianna to know this, but I'm going to ask you and the audience. Which is the state that over the last 20 years and in the last five years as well, bets the most money on college football? That state, you think, Brianna? Wouldn't it be Nevada in general? It, you would think, but it's actually the state of Alabama. They all save up their money, and on the weekend, they either go to Biloxi, Mississippi, and now sports betting is legal in Biloxi, Mississippi, or they uh, drive in or fly into Vegas and pour millions and millions of dollars, right, uh, into betting on Alabama blindly, though, Brianna. So that's why the line might have started at 14 and now it's at 18 because of the millions upon millions of dollars Alabama uh, folks. And it's funny because it is one of the poorest states in the nation, but it's like a disparity. It's like a third world country, right? The top 10% make a lot of money, and the bottom 9%, 90% uh, are almost in poverty. But those top 10% meant millions upon millions of dollars on Alabama blindly. Now, Texas A&M returns almost 120 career starts in that offensive line. Uh, the, I love the quarterback. He's Monks, and you can't argue with him at all because uh, Nick Saban has won six national titles. Bill Belichick, his best friend, has won seven Super Bowls. Uh, Pete Carroll's won a Super Bowl, gone to another and three national championships. They all run the same exact defense. And a lot of guys in the NFL, we saw it last night with uh, Vic Fangio. They do not account for the quarterback. Now their bet is, hey, the quarterback can't beat us running. Like, even though Darnold had some great runs yesterday, they ended up still losing and not covering the spread. So they're, they're placing a bet that's won many, many times that a quarterback cannot beat him running. Texas A&M uh, running back is a great, uh, a quarterback is a great runner, right? And if you can, right? Uh, again, analytics is not working football, but key statistics are effective, especially for us wagering and betting on games. So Jim Mora, the former head coach of the UCLA Bruins, former head coach of the Saints, former head coach of the Falcons, 
and Seattle Seahawks for a year, did a study of 30 years, NFL and pro. He found out that if a quarterback can make three first downs with his legs, they win 75% of the time. That's why you see a Pete Carroll with a Russell Wilson. He can counter that, right? Because his defense does not account for the quarterback. And you see Cam Newton now with Bill Belichick over there in New England. Now, the reason it's important in this game is you're getting 18 points and the quarterback for Texas A&M can run. Now, Coach Fisher at Texas A&M won a national championship with Nick Saban at LSU. And then he wins a national championship with criminal Jameis Winston, who's uh, a deviant, who lacks impulse control. We made a lot of money because his lack of impulse controls led to interceptions, led to us betting against them, and for us putting money on the Bitcoin card, which is the bottom line. So to monetize this game, you're going to pick your Texas A&M. All right, with an experienced quarterback, with an offensive line, and with a coach to know uh, Nick Saban. And the reason we talk about coaches is because we bet on games the same way we invest in stocks, same way we invest in businesses. So part of fundamental analysis, one of the tools to invest in stocks and businesses is you look at the corporate governance. That's why through all the podcasts, including this one, we measure the coaches and why Coach Fisher being able to win a couple national championships, having a big offensive line, having a good defensive coordinator, and having a quarterback that can run, right? Because they don't account for the quarterback, means that Texas A&M is going to cover those 18 points. And what's the next game? Um, well, before, yeah. before that, I'm sure Jim Mora got some of his um, statistics from his own quarterback, Brett Hundley. So yes, he did. <laughs> and he was talking about Brett Hundley and uh, – why UCLA was so successful with him at quarterback. Um, the next game is the number 12 Tar Heels at Boston College, and the Tar Heels are favored by 15. Right. And as we talked earlier, Mac Brown has made us a lot of money uh, when he gets big lines like this. So we got A.J. Martin, man. Thank you for joining us. Anybody has questions on uh, Periscope, let me know. Let me see, we do have a question there. No, we don't. All right, so we're, we're cool. Feel free to ask questions. And we're very, very, yes, what is up? Aaron Martin, look forward to your video tomorrow. And the Chargers against those Tampa Bay Buccaneers. However, uh, Mac Brown's made us a lot of money with plus numbers. And he's getting a couple. And as we talked earlier, Boston College is feeling good about themselves. And college, more than any other sport, is built on momentum. Now, the caveat to that, there aren't going to be any fans in Boston. Boston's a very, it's funny because even though I lived in the South and I lived in Texas, I lived in Austin, Texas, where A.G. Martin is right now for two wonderful years in Austin, Texas. A little time in the Midwest, spent some time in the Northeast and been here back on the West Coast for the last uh, 13 years. Even though Boston is very, very liberal, it's the most racist place I've ever lived, right? But the fact that they're liberal, in that state, we don't talk about politics here unless it directly affects uh, what team we're going to wager on. And because Boston is very liberal, all right, um, there's not going to be any fans at the, at, at the game. 
right? And we have some comps there. The Lakers look fire, all right? Very interesting because we got, uh, what is it? Uh, minus 10 Lakers and we took the under 218. They're not gonna be any fans of the game. So the momentum comes from them playing last week in North Carolina, not. North Carolina had to, to travel over there. And then coach Mac Brown, all time coach. So he's saving his best plays. He's saving his best schemes for Clemson, right? Salesmen think short-term business men and women think long-term long-term thinking is higher level thinking. So coach Brown has bigger fish to fry than the Boston college Eagles. So he just wants to win. He doesn't care about covering the spread. So the, the, the Eagles BC are going to cover the plus 15. And then it's the number again, it's off that, that key number of 14 by a number, right? Which tells us that Vegas wants you to bet North Carolina. So a cynical contrarian to make the most money betting, we're going to go the other way. And we're going to pick coach Halfley, a great coach with great pedigree, almost got Ohio State to the national title game, pick, pick him and those Boston College Eagles to cover that big number against the North Carolina Tar Heels. Nice. So the next game is Ole Miss at the University of Kentucky and the Cats are favored by seven. And there we have uh, Brianna's old friend, Lane Kiffin. Uh, he is gonna be plus seven on the road. And these are one of those games where the key statistic right now that the home team only covers or only wins 57% of the time. So that means uh, they're gonna cover less than that. So again, I would look at the key numbers. Uh, one thing people get wrong about betting and wagering on sports is that you're picking who has the most talent and who has the best team. That's only about 55 to 60% of it. The other uh, part of it is math and common sense and using business and financial concepts in decision science, which we teach on, and we're gonna, it's gonna be the theme next week. You use that to wager on the games. Uh, so take it to seven, by that point, make it seven. Uh, Kentucky, looking at them against Florida, they're a good, tough team coach, good pedigree. The Stoops family done a great job at Kentucky, but Mississippi's gonna have a little bit more talent. Uh, I think I talked about it. I know I talked about it a couple podcasts ago. I love this concept by Dan Reeves, the former father-in-law of Lane Kiffin. Uh, he at Florida back in the day, I remember him talking about the double barrel shotgun. And I don't know why teams don't do it more. We have a passer and a running quarterback and you don't know who they're gonna snap the ball to, but either of them can throw it and one of them could either run it or throw it. Man, they pulled that against uh, Florida last week and they covered running that double barrel shotgun. Uh, I look for them to keep doing that until somebody stops it. And I think that, that might be the difference against Kentucky. Uh, research that game, look if you wanna bet Lane Kiffin on the money line, but he's definitely gonna cover seven points. I'm gonna buy the point, get it to seven. 
go plus seven, the Mississippi Rebels. Uh, going to Kentucky, man. Kentucky, uh, we have, you know, greatest and newest uh, podcast cast member, uh, Jake from Chicago, the Chicago Machine, graduated from the University of Louisville. We had the whole Brianna Taylor, and we had Pastor Finley, who's fighting the fight for Brianna Taylor in Louisville. Uh, Kentucky's a very contentious place over there in Lexington. And you got Mississippi, right? Uh, a very contentious area. And Lane Kiffin going up there with a double barrel shotgun. So a lot of interesting nuggets uh, in this time of social unrest up there. But look for your Mississippi Rebels to cover seven points. And uh, I'll throw this in as a bonus. Pick the over in that game. Whatever the number is. So the next game, we go to the Mountain West, and we see, or at least with the Air Force Academy, right, right. Um, we see Navy at Air Force, and Navy is favored by seven. Navy is favored by seven, and I remember the over-under because I picked that. Uh, one of the mistakes I made, uh, thank you, they said the jersey looks dope, man. You got to love those UCLA blue, right? Um, one of the mistakes I've been making that I know better that I shouldn't make is that uh, you got to live in the present. You got to be mindful. Um, my wife was trained in mindfulness by Marsha Linehan, who her original dissertation was in DBT. And what DBT does is bring to CBT, cognitive behavioral therapy, which is commonly used, but DBT is coming in. And that's the meditation mindfulness to live in the moment, right? What coaches like Lou Holtz and Coach Sheely from Houston Baptist came in and told us, win the day, live in the moment. And I've been living in 2019 when it's 2020, teams have been practice tackling, uh, teams have been in cohorts of 12, been able, unable to practice, the defense has been thrown out the window. So normally, Air Force Navy would be an under game, right? Uh, not anymore. This game's going over the 45. And look for, this is not, Navy's going to concentrate on conference games in their game against the uh, uh, Army, even though this is an armed forces game. So an armed forces game like this is going to be tight. Uh, Napolitano, great coach, Hall of Fame coach. Going to keep a couple of things under his uh, belt for conference games and for Army to look for the Mountain West, which they're going to play. So we're going to cover them as well. And I'll ask Rihanna afterwards. She wants well, to help us cover the Mountain West. But we'll, we'll go with Air Force plus the seven. Well, one thing about the Air Force, you got to remember, it's mile high. I mean, I went to school four miles away from there. Elevation, right. no joke. I'm sure Navy hasn't had any experience with it yet, at least playing football um but i mean you never know elevation may have play a part in it as well absolutely game uh, football is a game of attrition so you're spot on brianna especially in football the outs are definitely going to have an issue and then uh navy had a problem with conditioning when they played uh byu byu is a far better condition than, than what navy was uh, and remember navy same thing for air force 
but it, I think the cadets, they work them harder than the Air Force guys. So that's going to be a factor too, because uh, during the day, it's, it's more, uh, the, the most important part of a cadet's life is during the day, not football practice. So they might take a lot, and, you know, and a lot of these guys are on high alert because uh, with the president, his condition, you know, people are afraid that our adversaries will take a shot at us. So that's something that maybe weighs on their mind. But it's the same thing for Air Force. So I think it's probably a wash, but it'll be a, a, an intense game regardless. And look for, man, that's good edge beyond right on, right on to that. I wasn't thinking about that. Um, definitely an edge for Air Force. And now based on what Brianna Winner said, and man, she's got an instinct for betting. Uh, you might look at that money line in Air Force. So the next game is number seven, Auburn at number four, Georgia. And Georgia is favored by seven and a half. Man, I love this game. And just the style of play that Gus Monson and Auburn plays always makes me money when Auburn is an underdog. Now, since the Pat Day days, Auburn has a lock on recruiting. There's a lot of legacy at Auburn. So they have a lot of talent always. They've got great recruiters on that staff. I say that because the talent disparity between Gus Monson and Georgia is not that big. And I think that's why Coach was taunting, kind of kneeling Coach Mark about that. Uh, both guys are very comfortable in their skin. Both guys are highly intelligent. Both guys make north of $7 million a year to coach college, right? Football in, in Alabama and Georgia, two very poor states. It's funny how uh, college football coaches that make the most are from poor Southern states. But I digress, that's another podcast, a social justice. We're here to give you winners. So your Bitcoin cards and your cards where you buy groceries and toilet paper if you hit a second wave has money in it, right? That's the bottom line. And the way you monetize that game is by reading it again, right? It seems like Vegas is taking advantage of people sitting at home, Robin Hood crowd who took uh, $6 billion and put it into trading accounts because there's sports, there wasn't any sports for a while. Now they've taken that money out and Vegas thinks they're sitting at home betting. That's why you do not watch ESPN, right? I haven't watched ESPN for 10 years and that's how I've been able to get to seven or 80% because ESPN clouds your judgment. They'll, they'll hype a Georgia, they'll hype a North Carolina, they'll hype an Alabama and it gets in your head. You're like, oh, maybe Alabama can cover over that key number, right? It's a key number and I mention it for a reason. The reason I mention a key number is because it's put money in this card, right? And it's avoided an argument with the wife because she's got the card, she's happy, right? So, right, number one cause of divorce is money. So if you got a really good system where the wife just takes the card and buys whatever she wants. It really helps the marriage, right? So that's why key numbers are important. Key numbers are very, very important for my marriage. So here we got the key number of seven, 7.5. How do you read that? 
Vegas wants me to bet, George. And that's how Vegas got those big hotels, big money in Vegas. The executives of the win make north of $3 million a year. How do they do that? Getting to pick people against key numbers, getting people to pick Georgia minus seven and a half at the key. So look, this game to be 24-17 Georgia. Georgia wins, but you cover the seven points. And a touchdown does not kill you. And what I mean by that is that, let's say uh, the game is tied at 14, going into the fourth quarter. Georgia drives down the field, scores a touchdown. Auburn gets the ball back, throws the interception. Georgia runs out the clock. And ESPN hypes him, oh, big win over Auburn. They beat him 21 or 14. But you won because Auburn covered the 7.5 by that half point, make it to eight, right? And make that money off that hard-hitting, good SEC football game. Now, from a spectator standpoint, Auburn, Georgia, South Carolina, Florida, it's going to be great games with great athletes and very, very hard-hitting football. Legacy. That hasn't left. The games I saw last week, very hard-hitting. So take those, Auburn Tigers. Um, it's War Eagle. When I was a young kid going to sorority parties, not sorority parties, but um, fraternity parties, invited by friends that used to go to either Alabama or Auburn, you get to the door and they ask, are you War Eagle? Roll Tide. Were you World Tide? And you kind of figure out what party it was and then you would say which one. We'll call them War Eagle instead of the Auburn Tigers. So Auburn Tigers plus the eight. The next game are, is the number 18 Oklahoma Sooners at Iowa State. And Oklahoma is favored by seven and a half. Yeah. Um, Iowa State played uh, Oklahoma tough last year. Uh, Oklahoma's coming off a loss. Uh, it's going to be some very, very angry Sooners, and they're going to blow out uh, Iowa State. So look for uh, Oklahoma minus seven beating. Uh, the Iowa State Cyclones, blowing them out. So we feel comfortable laying those seven points. And then the final game we have is a Sunbelt matchup between Arkansas State and Coastal Carolina. Arkansas State is favored by three. Yeah, and it's good old Blake Anderson. He's a wonderful coach. Again, we use fundamental analysis using, you know, you use fundamental analysis to analyze the corporate culture or the corporate governance of a stock or a company. So Blake Anderson is a great coach that gives you an ed, edge. Coastal Carolina, they beat, they beat the heck out of Kansas. They got a great program. They got a lot of things going on there well, but Arkansas State's gonna be a more mature team, more mature coaching staff in this situation, and they will pull out the victory. Uh, also in the Sun Belt, look for Western Kentucky to win. And the last three games I gave you, Western Kentucky, um, Arkansas State, right, and Oklahoma, those are road favorites. The world favorites win about 70% of the time. So literally you can, and I, and I would use arbitrage, right? We talked about arbitrage in the last podcast, the NFL podcast, where you pick uh, five or 10 games because a lot of these coaches, like I, I just said, right? Bill Belichick, Pete Carroll, Nick Saban, 
Will Muschamp, Kirby Smart, all run the same exact defense, right? So when assets or companies are the same, you pick 10, you take advantage of a market inefficiency. So in this specific case, a market inefficiency is that we know that road favorites win 70% of the time. So you can literally look at the board and bet 10 road favorites and you're gonna make money because remember, 52.5% is break even, right? So if you can get seven to 80%, you got a bunch of money on your favorite card of choice, your bank account, your bankroll, your Bitcoin account, you got extra money, right? So that's what I love about this podcast. It's the only podcast in America where you get actionable information to make money. You can just use our picks and make money, but give a man a fish, feed him for a day, teach a man to fish, teach a woman to fish, you feed him for a lifetime. So take the nuggets, take the advice, take the philosophy, right? And use it to end financial literacy and to make money, to look at the world a little different, to have a little something for yourself in the middle of a pandemic, recession, and social unrest. So what do you think, Rihanna? I mean, I feel like all of those picks are valid. I do think Air Force may take it. Nice. I mean, otherwise, I think they're spot on. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And uh, we're at 67% college, 71% uh, NBA, and we're at 64%. Uh, we're at 64% NFL. And Brianna's been lights out when it comes to baseball. I'm going to look at the percentages, but I don't, I think out of maybe the last 20 picks Brianna's given me, maybe about three or four of them have been on. So that's about 80%. But you did go on a 15 and one roll for me. So I thank you so kindly, Brianna. So we will end, like we always end, with Winston Churchill, you know, in a day where, uh, uh, in a day where, uh, you know, the president's in the White House, right? Uh, has COVID-19. We have Winston Churchill who got us to World War II. But I'm gonna say something now uh, that's very important in betting. And uh, Rihanna just sent me a message that she was wrong to do, she was on too. There's a difference, right? And it's very important in betting and Rihanna's so brilliant and we're lucky to have her uh, that if you get the process right, right, it's more important than the outcome because the highest level of certainty you can have is 80% on anything really, right? It was an 80% chance that Trump wasn't gonna get COVID-19, but he got it, right? Doesn't mean your process is wrong. So Rihanna's process is spot on. The games she got wrong were, you. she actually got it right because you Darvis pitched a great game, it was just, one or two pitches and they lose two to nothing. Uh, I imagine San Diego, the same thing happened, right? What was the score of the San Diego game? 
Four nothing. Four nothing. Right. So a couple pitches here and there. Who knew that the Cardinal bats were going to fall asleep? She got the process right. The outcome uh, wasn't uh, what we would have preferred, but she got the pitching right. And usually pitching wins, right? So that's why she has such a high percentage, which is around 80%. So that's very important to note this week, right? And we do the Hawthorne effect where you analyze the games and we find out what we did wrong and that improves your performance 10 to 20%. So back to Winston Churchill. Got us through World War II, right? And it's very, very important because uh, it was nice to see. Uh, I don't know why, but a lot of Republican uh, people hadn't talked to me for a while, started talking to me today. And I'm like, hey, I, I gotta be neutral for my licenses, but glad you reached out, keep reaching out. I don't care that you're right-wing Republican or liberal or whatever, we're all people, right? And Trump at the end of the day has always been generous, right? And the Trump family has always been generous. And one of the reasons is that you make a living from your labor, but you make a life, you make long-term relationships, you make long-term friendships, you get through a pandemic, you get through a recession, and through social unrest, but what you give. And that's why we give you free knowledge and we give you free picks. You make a living from your labor, but you make a life, you get soul from what you give. Thank you for listening to the ESBC Betting and Financial Podcast. And as always, Rihanna Winner and Josh Abner making you the money. Thank you for listening. That's why this one don't cost $800. And that goes to her. And I don't know what that cost. I'm just shaking the word. That's why I'm wearing the shoes.